0: This episode of The Legend of Retro is sponsored by Detroit dot Collective.com where you can find beards of all shapes and sizes. You can for find collections. Nope you can find beard supplies such as beard balms, mustache wax, beard elixirs, combs, shampoos all the tools you need to feed your beard not not necessarily purchase collections of beards. Where do I get a beard though? from your own face typically now you're an unfortunate fellow who who obviously can't grow a beard too well but if you are a person who has great facial hair detroit beer collective is the one to help you out well tell you what i may not be able to grow facial hair but i sure as hell can appreciate it that's right and you know what i can do what spend money that's right you go in detroitbeardcollective.com if you spend 25 or more you can use the offer code mcgaming and get 20 percent off your order that's great. That is great. I so, can spend more money on beards that way. Right. Oh, uh, well, what? On beard items. Thank you. That's, I'm scared now. No, don't be. It's okay. So so thank you, Detroit Beard Collective, for sponsoring this episode of The Legend of Retro. Remember, everyone, use the offer code MCGAMING at checkout and receive 20% off your order of $25 or more. And get some beards. Supplies. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Legend of Retro. My name is Xander. This is Chops. Hello. Hello. Hey Xander! How are you? Great, how are you doing? It's great. Everything. Yeah, you sound so excited (laughs) to be here right now. It's a little sleepy in here, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a little sleepy in here. Guys, in case you didn't know, the room is a little sleepy. Yep. We woke it up, and just to record this special episode, Mm -hmm. um which is brought to you by who? The Detroit Beard Collective again? Yes, they're wow. still here. The Detroit Beard Collective, go to detroitbeardcollective.com, get some balms, butters, waxes, combs, shampooses, beards' beard beard products uh, and you can find everything you need for your beard to keep your beard groomed well, feeling soft, feeling hydrated, looking sharp. Can you get find sexy women at detroit beard collective well it's funny uh studies show that using detroit beard collective care products leads to getting sexy women and or sexy men depending on your preference right so go to the website order yourself a beard crate so you get it like you know your arsenal of supplies for your beard face and use the offer code MC Gaming. That's right, MC Gaming at quiz. checkout. And you will receive 20% off orders of $25 or more. Wow. So that is MC Gaming at checkout. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use that code. You will love it. I think that's true. I've heard research. I've, I've heard numbers. I've heard, I've heard the numbers. So, Xander, besides it being a sleepy room in here... Yeah. And you're... Obviously, super excited about what we're talking about today. I'm super right? deep. I really like this game. What are we talking about? Today, we are talking about the third installment in the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, aptly named. With Mila Jovovich. No. And no. that third one was no. awesome. It was a great no. movie. No. <laughs> no. No. It's were... not that one? No. Okay. You're thinking of Resident Evil Apocalypse. Yeah, the best one. No. None of them were good. <laughs> The, uh, I seem to recall them. the first one was good. Uh uh-uh. The second one was good. No. The third one was good. No. Nope. The fourth one was no. good. <laughs> the fifth okay. one was good. I quit. Then I the quit. sixth one is coming out, right? I think it's the seventh one is oh, coming out. Oh, so then the sixth one was good. The seventh and the final <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I, I've i lost track. No one cares. I watched the first one because obviously when the first Resident Evil movie comes out, you're going to watch it. Yeah, 100%. And then you go see the second one because- you know the first one kind of was it like was, the game. It was kind of okay. Yeah, it could have been way way better. Yeah, uh, totally. If they hadn't tried to make it the Matrix, would have been really good. Did they try to make it the Matrix? Kinda. People wearing tight leather outfits and like flipping around, dodging lasers and stuff. Oh yeah, and her being like a secret. Yeah, just like woke agent. up agent. Yeah. Mila Jovovich is just ha- has to be topless in every movie for some Alice. Reason. Right? Wasn't anything yeah. Alice in it? Yeah, a real bad. So anyway, you go see the second one because it's got Nemesis in it. And Nemesis is the titular character... tit Come on. ...of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, which we were talking about today. Uh, Nemesis, for those of you who don't know, is the pretty much the main villain in the Resident Evil 3 game. Uh, he's a tyrant, which means he's like a giant, beefed-up uh, zombie, more or less, um, who's like over six foot tall and just like has a rocket launcher and does all these things, but for some reason in the movie... Instead of making him CG, they gave him like a plastic r- or rubber mask. Yeah. He was like five and a half feet tall. Yeah. Makes and sense. And had a laser sight. Yes. On his Gatling gun. Yes. Because you need to be able to aim properly with a Gatling gun. Yeah. It's got a lot of recoil. The stability is not that great. Mm-hmm. It's I like agree. Putting, it's like putting a laser, like a, a scope on your grenades. Yeah. Yeah, you what got good that. is it going to do? It's going to give you your, your depth of range that you need to use. You know, those little knot lines? No, yeah, bad. that's what it is. But you know what wasn't but bad was Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, the game. By? Capcom. That's right. When did it come out? It came out in 1999, November 10th. Oh, man. November was Prince 10th. a fan of this game? Prince? Because of the 19th. No, party like it's 1999. Yeah. No, that joke makes doves cry, yeah. though. <laughs> Listen... Don't make it purple rain in here, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's just, I don't know let's I Let's get little know, red Corvette and get the show on the road. <laughs> I don't know any other Prince songs. Raspberry uh, Beret. What about the one that was in Batman? Bat Dance. Was that it? Yeah. Okay. I really don't know that much about Prince. I, I don't God know that rest, much so. either. But and, I do know a lot about Resident <laughs> Evil 3. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> okay. So Resident Evil 3, nemesis uh, for the PlayStation, and then eventually ported to the Dreamcast, the... Sega like Saturn, I believe, the GameCube, the everything else after it, um, was released, like we said, November 10th, 1999, and it stars Jill Valentine, who we were introduced to in the very first Resident Evil game. Now, do you remember when you got Juice the, of the Resident Evil series? Um, I played the first, the first one obviously was the first game I played, not like I didn't start later in the series. Right. Uh, it came out, when did the first one come out? Uh, 1996. 96. So I was nine. That's a a hard age. And I think my brother bought it. Sounds like him. Now, did the director's cut come out shortly after that? The director's cut came out, I want to say, after two or maybe right around the time two was getting released. I'm not entirely sure. So I think I played it when that one came out, actually, now that I think about it. I think I played the director's cut version, which probably came out a couple years later, because I don't think I would have played it at nine. Yeah. I think that would have been a little bit too young for me. Yeah, but I did. My brother did buy it, and I played it uh, a little bit. I wasn't a huge fan of it because I started playing two when that because that was out. Yeah, and two um, was a big deal when it came. And out. And two was with uh, Raccoon City, yep, uh, the Police Department. Chris Redfield. Or no, Sorry, Claire Redfield, his sister, mm-hmm. and Leon Kennedy. Leon Kennedy. Yeah, I played that one a lot. Yeah. So I think I tried to play. I played Resident Evil Director's Cut. Didn't really like it, but then I played two, and I was like, "Oh, this is a lot more fun." Mm-hmm. So I stuck with that. Now. I did go back and play one later on. Yeah. But I don't remember ever beating it. Yeah. Resident Evil 1 is one of those games you have to eventually play. Yeah, you do. Especially now with the remakes that are out. It's gorgeous. It just looks looks so good. Even so, you still need to go back and and live through that very first game. Oh, well, yeah. You need to play the first one because to me, it was the first time I felt hum handcuffed by a game yeah and like that my choices impacted everything like literally pulling the trigger mm-hmm. too many times screwed you over yeah because because later on i think they added like knives and things that you could like collect and they would like auto attack oh yeah that grabbed. was that was in the remake and that made it a little bit easier of a gameplay but yeah. like if you want difficult survival scary horror. survival horror game Resident Evil is the, I would say, the staple of the genre. Yeah. I mean, Silent Hill is also really good for that same kind See, of deal. In, but know, Silent Hill is more, like, actually terrifying, whereas is this kind of feels like, oh, I can have fun with this because it's, like, a, a bad movie. Right, right. Silent Hill reminded me of uh, Castlevania 64. Yeah? Uh, because it was a wider out, widened-out shot open world kind of spooky mm-hmm. and, and, and but you're not really and by kind of know... spooky you mean nightmare inducing uh, see I didn't really like Silent Hill I I fell into the Resident Evil bandwagon and I didn't like Silent Hill because yeah. it just seemed boring fair enough I can understand but that but I also didn't get past the city like yeah I don't, you never not get to the school I never got to the school okay so I don't even know what half of the rest yeah. of the game is like I never finished the first time. I got like 90% of the way through I pulled an Ethan on this one and just never finished it um and I'm really disappointed in myself for that. But yeah, that Silent Hill is actually like legitimately terrifying. The first time I ever played that, and we'll jump back to Resident Evil after not, I promise. Um, I was playing with a friend, Craig, who's been sending multiple questions to the show. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Um, and we were in his basement playing. So it's dark, you know, all that is the perfect mood setting for a silent, well, game, you have, silent Hill game. You have to play a horror game in the dark. Exactly. It's like an unwritten rule. Yeah. So we get through the beginning where you're like, where is this leading? I don't know where my daughter is. And all you have is a little Zippo lighter. Actually, sorry, no, you still have streetlights at this point. And you're walking through this alleyway, and it seems like a normal alleyway. And then eventually you start seeing gurneys and, like, hospital equipment. Gurneys? The ice cream? No. Gurneys. Oh. On. Oh, sorry. I, was, I love ice hospital cream. Hospital beds. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> And then eventually you get to a point where the lights just cut out completely your character pulls out a zippo lighter and in front of him is a body like crucified into the chain link fence oh that's cute and just blood everywhere and you're like what the hell is this and all of a sudden shadow babies stab you to death and we turn the game off and we're like no we're not gonna play this right now (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah, that and, is terrifying. And it just continues to kind of go through that. Like you're in a normal city setting, and then all of a sudden you walk through a door, and then you're in like the nightmare mode of the city, and it's just it's wacky. Yeah, I don't remember that. But uh, so, what about Resident Evil three? Did you ever play three? I did play three. I played three. Uh, I think I beat three all the way through. Yeah. That was you said ninety nine. So I was quite a bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gotten video games under my belt a little bit more frequently. So I did play three. I don't know if I owned it or if I rented it and beat mm. it. But I did I do remember a lot of fighting nemesis and it just being dumb. No uh, yeah like like he shoots the rockets at you. He doesn't like, know how to use doors. He, yeah, it, it I remember fighting him and being like, you're not you're trying to be eyeball man from two and you're not doing it for me. William Birkin. yeah, you're trying to be eyeball man and it's not working. You're That's trying to thought. be Birkin, but it ain't working. It, but it, but it ain't working. <laughs> Birkin's working. You're not Nemesis. Yeah, Nemesis is. It. There's I a... l- I love the name though. And then yeah. I think I referred to the eyeball guy as Nemesis, just mistaken. B- just because I wanted him to be yep. Nemesis because he was so much cooler. I always liked the gentleman tyrant from Number Two. You remember the the one with the the big black trench coat. And he would open doors, and then he'd attack you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember and that. And then Nemesis just busts through all the walls because mm-hmm. he doesn't understand doorknobs. Because Nemesis is dumb. Yep. But no, I did play 3 quite a bit. I do remember, I, I think I did beat it. I don't remember what the ending is like. I feel like there's, like, a helicopter escape off of, like, a building exploding. Oh, yeah. With is Resident that, Evil, there's always helicopters There's, there's some, an explosion. some sort of, like, countdown, and then you beat the game barely. Here's a little bit of a spoiler. Anytime you see in hel- a helicopter in a Resident Evil game, something's about to explode or you just finish the game. Right. Always. hmm So um, the first time I ever played Resident Evil 3, I'm not going to go back through my long and storied history of Resident Evil, um, was I went to a Blockbuster video. Um, oh, ancient times. Ancient times. And they were selling a bunch of PlayStation games amidst their the ones they were selling. Oh, no, that's where I actually picked up Resident Evil 3. Sorry. Was it a, uh, I don't even remember what store it was at, but they had Dino Crisis. Ooh, Dino Crisis. Which was Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. Yeah, I haven't played that in a long time. I have not either. Um, I didn't get into episode. Dino Crisis that much. I just couldn't, uh, for whatever reason. I played reason. it very little, and then I stopped. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I stopped was because Dino Crisis came with a demo disc that had Resident Evil 3 Oh, that's it. a terrible idea. Yeah. That just ruins your game yeah, uh, right there because you want to play Resident so Evil So then I more. just played a bunch well, of that. was it made by the same people? Yeah. Well oh, okay. So that's okay then, yeah. Yep. Um, and then I started playing the demo and kind of fell in love with that, but I never really jumped into the Resident Evil series. So when I went to that blockbuster and picked up Resident Evil 3, I was like, oh, this is pretty grad. And then I just kind of kept going with it. Wait, you started your Resident Evil experience with Resident Evil 3? I would say I started my Resident Evil experience like of me playing probably with 3. Okay Um, I'd seen two being played Like I was at a fr- friend's house And like the first time I'd like Had a sleepover there he- His older brother was playing And I was like Oh this seems kind of creepy But I never played it Um, So my first entry into it Was playing a little bit of Resident Evil 3 I never finished it When I was I mean right away And then I Got introduced to a friend Who loved the series And then kind of got me going He started me on Resident Evil 2 He's was like play this Get you into the series and then go back and play the first mm-hmm. one Because You have to see that intro <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And it drove so good. Um, so, yeah, then I started playing the rest of the games, and then Resident Evil 3 finally finished it. And then not too long ago, actually just before I got my PS4, I hooked up the old PlayStation 2 and played. Actually, originally hooked up the PS1, but it kind of like started to not read the discs very well. Mm-hmm. So then I loaded up the PS2 and played through it again. Oh, cool. Yep. Took me about it's five hours, I think. It's a short game. Yeah, it's a short game. Plus it's you, more Plus when action. you jump through the, like the third or fifth or 1500th time, you, you have know all the uh, weapons unlocked you Yeah and it's more it. action oriented than the the survival it like the the horror survival part of it kind of started to shift away in that game Then Resident Evil 3 I think 4 kind of went back to it a little bit more mm-hmm. um even it did have action elements into it but I mean it's not like 5 and not like 6 where it's just straight up a lot more action see 4 but- it's and I think I've I've probably talked about this before either on this podcast or on you the Gamezilla. Like I liked four. I love oh, you 4. did like 4? four. Okay. is fantastic. I just don't like it as a Resident Evil game because for it's, me it I need that survival horror and that was one of the last. I mean that was a game that kind of it's for me it's almost like the Dark Knight of video games. If it, and the, that probably only makes sense to me and I'll explain why. Um, please, so, please do because so it doesn't the movie, make sense to me. The Dark Knight is fantastic, right? Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Not a complaint through the entire thing. I love that movie. I hate what it did for superhero movies. I fully, I hold Batman or that whole Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy responsible for why the Amazing Spider-Man sucked so bad. Why? Because they tried to make it. They saw that what it worked for for Batman, like oh, he's dark and brooding, and he's got this crazy dark past, and he wants to know where his parents are. And tried to translate that to Spider Man, and you can't do that. Oh, oh okay. Because Spider Man is got a fun, saying. goofy kind of guy. Well, that's so their own fault that. because you can't take what Batman is and duplicate it for another character. Exactly. Unless it's Batman. But they kind t- of took that thing. Like, they made an incredible action game with a little bit of survival horror, and then they made Resident Evil 5, which was just an incredible action game. Four. Five. I'm saying four. Oh, oh, four. oh you're four. talking about four. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, like for Resident Evil Four, I played to death. I can't tell you how many times I've gone through that game. I still know that game like the back of my hand. Oh you know, I unlocked everything in that game. Resident everything. Evil, Resident Evil Four is the reason I've never played Resident Evil Six all the way through. I think I Six is still. terrible. Uh, Jay and I, Grim, uh, from the Gamezilla. Um, I'm sorry, yes, from the Gamezilla podcast, uh, also on MotorCityGaming.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we played through five, and then we also tried to play six. And six, we were just like, "What is this?" This doesn't make any. The storyline was confusing. Yeah, the gameplay was weird. There was like multiple characters to choose from that completely changed the story based on the gameplay. And yeah, and it was dumb. Yeah, just dumb. My copy of Resident Evil Six was the archive edition, which came with a download code for Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil Code Veronica, and Resident Evil Four. So needless to say, I played 4 in Code Veronica and never touched 5 or 6. Wow. You should play at least 5. five I know, I played 5. Decent. I love 5. Yeah. Played, I went through and I unlocked everything there was to get in that. The only achievements I'm missing for that game are the one that were for the subpar multiplayer mode mm-hmm. that nobody played, uh, which is why I don't have the trophies for The it. multiplayer mode in uh, 4 wasn't bad. Uh, Mercenaries? Mm-hmm. That wasn't multiplayer. That was just you Was it versus... single player? Yeah. Okay. So imagine, imagine that Mercenaries game style, but... Um, online, online against like three other people. Yeah, it's dumb. But mercenaries originally came from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Resident Evil 3, where you got to play through as the UBCS members. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think you unlocked it after you finished the game, mm-hmm. um, and then you get to play as as the as I think just the three characters that you found in the game, um, Nikolai, Carlos, and uh, Mikhail. Okay. Um, and you just kind of played through to get points, just like you did in the other one. You, you run through you could like speed run or you could like dodge and get different, uh, different abilities and stuff like that. So, so what was the storyline of three? So the storyline of three starts out. So again, you're Jill Valentine, who mm-hmm. was in the original game. Uh, she's back in the city. The monsters have started to overtake the city, which the which game wrecking. City? City. Oh, okay. So the game opens up with a typewriter Because Resident Evil 1 typewriters <laughs> Typewriters are ribbons um, Your favorite thing Starts up with that typewriter sound and, you, and it says September 28th Daylight The monsters have overtaken the city Somehow I'm still alive Which has been my Facebook and MySpace status For the past 10-15 years <laughs> every, every September 28th It's pretty great um, yeah, do you feel proud about it? I that? do, I do. Yeah, and then, you're smiling real smug-like I right now. I, and my, then the friend who got me into the Resident Evil series on October 1st always does October 1st night, The Sound of Falling Rain, I Can't Believe I'm Still Alive, which is what ends that game. So we're just giant nerds oh, with that. so the game takes place over three days. Roughly, yeah. Ish. Yeah, so okay. Resident Evil 3 takes place uh, before Resident Evil 2 and after Resident Evil 2. So the first half of the game, uh, it takes place the day before the events of Resident Evil 2. And the rest of the game takes place, or the second half takes place, two days after Resident Evil Two, so all kinds of trippy. wait a minute. Resident Evil Two only took was one day. Resident Evil Two was yeah one day I think. Oh wow, or over the series over the course of one night, early evening into. It's early a lot morning. of work for one guy in one night and one lady. Don't forget. No, I just used him. Leon. Oh, okay. I Have you like... never played through as, as Claire. Oh, I did. I just like Leon better. Fair enough. Um, so the story is. Uh, jill valentine is back in raccoon city she's waiting for a rescue uh she finds this guy named dario Rosso, who's like just terrified of what's happening he's already lost his son and all this um and you're hiding out and then jill's like we got to go out there like this is ridiculous no one's coming so you make your way out and she goes back to the, the raccoon city police department um to find another way out of the city and that's where she runs into brad vickers who is the helicopter pilot from the first game um who like takes off and strands you there even though you you find these dogs who are eating all of your teammates and stuff like Mm -hmm. that thanks brad way to be a jerk good news you're about to get killed by nemesis because nemesis comes down shortly after brad tells you in a a frenzied like rush he's like oh my god they're coming for us like stars members they're 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 gunning for us now um and then you're like what are you even talking about we just gotta get the hell out of here and he leaves um, and then you get to the Raccoon City Police Department. You find Brad, and you're like, oh, Brad, everything's great. And then down drops Nemesis, who just kind of goes, stars. And that's all he says in the entire game, aside from grunts and groans. Uh, he says and then, the word grunts and groans? Grunts, yeah. Stars. Grunts, grunts and groans. I'm going a away. door breaks. Thinking. A wall breaks open. Grunts, grunts and groves and stars. <laughs> it's like he's talking about like a terrible cereal. Yeah, or horseshoes, rainbows, or chicken and stars. <laughs> what chicken and stars? Like soup? Campbell's chicken the and soup? stars? The soup that's oh, just like really okay. small. No, noodles. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so you you have a choice here. Okay. You, can... you have a choice too. Yes. Well. They introduced this this um, feature into the Resident Evil games, and I don't really think they used it too much afterwards. The screen kind of goes polarized, like everything goes black and white for a second, and then the time slows down, and you see Nemesis walking towards you, and you have the choice to either fight the monster or run in to uh, the the police department. So they give you these live-action moments where it's like you have two choices. It doesn't affect the outcome of, of the like the ending, like if you decide... To fight the monster and try to save Brad, um, you know it doesn't mean you're going to get a different ending. It does give you a chance to get a different item, which helps you through the game a little bit faster. Can you actually save Brad? No, he's he's straight he's up dead. dead right? He comes yeah. down and gets a, a giant purple tentacle through his face. Okay, That's what um, I thought. but if you can knock Nemesis out, because you never really kill him, he just no, you just kind of don't ever kill him. Knocked down, um, then you can go over and you can swipe his stars key tag, and that lets you access the uh, the room a lot faster. So anyway. You go into the the uh, police department, you kind of get to see all the stuff before Jill and uh, – or before Leon and Claire go through. A couple things are, are different. Um, and actually the fact that Brad dies outside of the Raccoon City Police Department, he's one of the first zombies you find in Resident Evil 2 when you get to the police department. Have you, My seen- mind is blown right now. So, like, trying to place the events of 1 to 2 to 3, they all happen pretty quickly. Though. Yeah. So all these separate teams and these separate groups – we're connected kind of yep. but so, because like cuz in one you're looking for Leon, aren't you? Yeah, in one it's it's July 1996, okay? Uh, I'm presuming the like the mid to late of July and then October the entire city's infected. Mhm um and so or rather by october the entire city is infected and that's where two and three take place and then everything else kind of this timeline skews you can probably follow it i don't i didn't commit it to memory no it's like the metal gears timeline it's all messed up yeah where five is like in the middle somehow it's, it's and crazy three is way before everything else or yeah. it's it's crazy anyway um so yeah the very when you're going under the tunnels like under the main mm-hmm. entrance of the the police department in resident evil 2 there's a zombie that stumbles after you wearing a yellow vest, and that's Brad Vickers, who dies in Resident Evil 3. Now, did they know that at no. that time, you think? they didn't. Uh, because Resident Evil 3 actually wasn't even supposed to be a numbered sequel. It was supposed to be a side project. So they just made him Brad, basically. I, I think, yeah, I think they put him there probably event- originally as an Easter egg, and then they're like, oh, we can we can put him here now that we're making this game. Because uh, there was like a couple different Resident Evil projects that were going on in the late 90s. Um, and one of them was supposed to be like a launch title for PlayStation two. And they realized they weren't going to have enough time and they didn't have enough resources for it. So they just kind of restructured it and they had a promotion going on. Like, Hey, there's all these Resident Evil games coming out. And one of them they said was Resident Evil three. So they're like, well, we better make this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the script actually wasn't even written by, uh, there's a company that's a subsidiary of Capcom called flagship, mm-hmm. uh, Resident Evil three was not written by them and said it was written internally by capcom but eventually got its way to flagship and they they proofread it and made sure that they had all the continuity things because they were working on resident evil code veronica at the time which originally was supposed to be resident evil 3. oh okay i gotcha so yeah so there's all sorts of loops and kind of tricky things so claire goes through the um police department and starts to making her way further downtown, trying to find a way out, and that's when she runs into Carlos, who is a part of the UBCS, which is the Umbrella Counter or Umbrella Biohazard Countermeasure Service, um, and that is a uh, a mercenary group that's sent in by Umbrella to help aid everybody getting out of Raccoon City, or so we're led to believe, because it's Umbrella. And they're there to kill everybody. Yep, specifically Nikolai, who is the head of their little group, um, is sent to. Uh, get some information, kind of cover up some of their tracks, and kill Jill Valentine. Because she's like, eh, that's a loose end. She knows too much. We got to kill her. And what is her relation in the story? Like, she's a she's Starz member. Or oh, she is a stars member? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember which yeah, one. Yeah. Because everybody who was in the very first Resident Evil game, they were all Star. There was Alpha Team and Bravo Team. Um, so then their uh, Bravo Team was, was mostly got killed, and there were a couple that made it through. Like, uh, What's her name? Rebecca Chambers. She was like a medic, and then she eventually started Resident Evil Zero. Um. So anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. There's too many characters. There's so many, up. so much like linkage between yeah, all the and games. And I used to know this stuff all like the back of my hand, but it's been hey, so long. Since more I paid than attention. I really paid attention to. Um. So you're going through. You have to find your. You get to a sub or a, a subway, I should say, not a, oh, like not a sandwich a sandwich shop. shop. No. Oh, like in a like a train. You don't see Jared. No, Jared's not there. Um, this is before Jared BJ. Yeah. Beat. Nope. 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 That's nope. Okay. Nope. Before Jared. Yeah, that's what we were saying. <laughs> so before Jared, uh, the subways were safe and you could put all sorts of your crippled mercenaries on there, but the train wouldn't run. So they had to go back and get all these different things. And then you make your way to the clock tower. You've got the train running. And of course, nemesis attacks the train. Cause why wouldn't he? hmm. Um, the train crashes into the clock tower because nemesis somehow derailed it and then nemesis comes down and nikolai blows himself up trying to take the monster with him and he doesn't so now you're in this clock tower you're trying to run around and and find a way to get to the top of the tower turn the lights on so that a helicopter can come down and save you because you need to be saved right you have to be saved yes um unfortunately nemesis blows that helicopter up yep because helicopter came and what happens they blow up exactly um, and then shortly after that like You have a, a con- confrontation with Nemesis And you kind of knock him out but he also kind of hits Jill So she's now infected with the deadly T-Virus So and then you take over Now is it the T-Virus in this one still? Yes Okay. So in the second game there was the the G-Virus yes. Or the virus, as I like to call it mm-hmm. The Tivirus and the virus. Uh, the G-Virus is what made William Birkin William Birkin He mm-hmm. kind of flipped out and kind of went, got more monstrous And like creepy eyeball out of his shoulder and mm-hmm. stuff I don't know what the main difference between those two were. I, think, I don't know. I think either. the G virus was more um, like mutation than the T virus, which is just like you are being you're being zombified. So while Jill is infected with the T virus and not yet you know switched over to a zombie or anything, you take control of Carlos, and this is when the events of Resident Evil two happen. So if you're playing Resident Evil three, you get to this point, save your game, play Resident Evil two, and then once you're done with that, come back and then you'll continue the story. Uh, so he goes and finds a cure, like, manufactures a cure somehow <laughs> to keep the T-virus from affecting her much more. And uh, while he's doing that, he finds Nikolai, who's he, who's going through all these medical records and stealing all these things. I thought Nikolai was dead. Nikola- Mikhail was dead. Oh, Mikhail. Sorry, sorry. So Nikolai, he's like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. I'm doing this because Umbrella's paying me to kill these people and cover up all the tracks. That's why all these other people have died. Sorry you had to find out about this, and I'm going to throw a bomb at you. Oh, no, the bomb didn't work quite as well as i expected and now Nikolai is dead everything botched up so carlos takes his medicine and he goes back and gives it to jill and they're all happy hunky-dory and they try to continue to make their way out of the city they're trying to find another way out um i don't remember where it goes specifically from here i remember it's like through a zoo like another part of the city Mm -hmm. and you keep finding more and more clues of course about what's happening because it's resident evil and then Nikolai comes back he's not really really. dead he's mutated he tricked you nope he's still just Nikolai oh he made it out of the explosion before it actually happened so he snuck out what a bastard yep so Nikolai um attacks Jill and uh he gets on a helicopter and you have your choice you can either let him escape or you can try to negotiate like hey get me out of here either way Nikolai pieces out but if you if you try to negotiate he talks to you and says hey this is what's happening this is what I'm doing and you're not gonna do anything about it because Umbrella's bigger than any of us um, and then yeah. it takes off But now you're in like a sewage like control area And okay. you've, you've already radioed for help The helicopter's on it's way You haven't seen it yet so it's not going to blow up The second, third helicopter Second or third Because Nikolai, you said, just escaped on a helicopter Yes, so it's the third one So the third helicopter's coming And then Nemesis is back Back again Yeah, I mean he's been back tell a thousand friends. times I didn't tell you each and every single time Shady's back We'd be here for a hundred years All day Yep Every day so you knock him out pretty good, but then he starts to mutate more, and he turns into this giant like slug monster kind of thing, and you find a prototype railgun. Turns into Jabba. More or less. Uh, Prototype railgun, and you blow his ass away. You just kill him. He's all gone. Bezoom. And then Carlos is there. He's like, hey, everything's great now. We should go and hide away. And then the helicopter comes down, and it's good old Barry Burton. Barry Burton from the first good game, your bearded compadre. Barry. who Who uh, is classic for saying, that was too close. Mm-hmm. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah, I do. Don't worry about me. I've got this. And his gun. Yeah. And that's like, the game. Looks like blood. Hope it's not Chris's blood. You look around. I'm going to inspect this more. Barry Burton's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> okay, well. The so, yeah. Um, the end except for there's one more explosion that has to happen because a helicopter came and unfortunately this time it's Raccoon City they just liquidated. yeah the city explodes yep. they just sent in a bomb nuked it out yep so long and that's how the end of 2 happens goes because you escape in the train yep as the city's exploding yep and so that's Resident Evil 3 that's how that's the whole story basically awesome I, I probably missed Great. a couple it's points it's been here a there. good episode guys thanks for yep. listening have a wonderful evening Good night. And good so, luck. so tell me more about this game, then. So, we we've gone through the storyline pretty detailed. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of story weaving going on with this game series. Yeah. Too much to really grasp on audio form. You kind of just probably have to read it. Yeah. You don't get um. You don't get any Wesker in this one, and mm-hmm. Wesker is like all over the place everywhere else. Um but what's up so the gameplay it's a survival horror game. Yeah, it's survival but, horror, this one was meant to be more action oriented and that's why in this one you also got introduced to the quick turn. Yes. Cuz you still have tank controls in this where you press forward Where you have to use the right stick to choose which direction you're going to go and then move forward. This one also had an auto aim mm-hmm. kind of deal where you could you could hold down hold the the right uh, R1 and then tap one L1 I think it was, and it would, it would turn, shoot up, right? Or it would turn No, L1 him. would would just immediately turn you to the next closest enemy. Um, they also introduced a dodge feature, so if you were like going up against dogs, you could kind of brace yourself and hit the button at the right time, and you'd jump out of the way, uh, which was helpful in the mercenary mode, because you could just rack up your points real good that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the live action choices, the tank controls with the quick turnaround. They also introduced ammo making in this one. Ammo making? Ammo making. Because you don't do that in any other games. Nope. You found gunpowder all over the place, like A, B, and C style uh, Mm -hmm. gunpowder, and you have like a machine in your inventory when you first start the game. It's like in the the safe box, and you mix and match the different gunpowder to make all sorts of different... uh, Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. You're going to end up making, uh, depending on what combination you put in, all the different ammunition you need. So that Interesting. was cool. And they didn't they've never really revisited that either as far as Which I can I'm kind of glad they didn't.
1: Yeah, it was uh, kind of
0: it was really tricky and it, it just filled up your inventory. Right. Now, so something stapled in the Resident Evil franchise is inventory management, yep. ammo management, mm-hmm. and then also upgrades. Yeah. So, I don't remember in the first one the was there upgrades? There was no upgrade as far as like your inventory was concerned, um, or like weapon or weapons. just better you weapons. You just eventually found better weapons. You eventually found shotguns. Yeah. Or... Two I think had a few upgrades, but not many. Yeah. You could get like the stock for your gun to to make it aim a little bit better. Yeah, and three had a lot of upgrades. Three had a couple different upgrades. Four had the most upgrades. Four had a ton. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that was a huge part of this game series. Is is the the fact that you're in a survival horror aspect uh, game, but it, it's not where like you're just in a survival horror game you are you you feel like it you know what I mean like it's not like they plop you in and you shoot guys and it's just you're shooting hordes of zombies and mm-hmm. trying to survive it's no it's the terror of what if I use too much ammo if I get hurt here will I survive long enough to go through and save yeah um, you really were limited on some choices based on how well you dodged mm-hmm. and killed things there was also a lot of backtracking in this game to go get different items yeah. and different um, things. like so, Because this was the first game that didn't play, take place entirely indoors. Right. You were throughout the city the entire time, so if you found something random, like a wrench that had like an oct- a octagonal thing, like you had to go back and eventually find your way, mm-hmm. um, which could be dangerous because the enemies also repopulated. It wasn't like the previous Resident Evil games where most of the times when you killed something, it stayed gone. Right. Um, so there's that, too. Um and so common items in the game were like for healing, you had herbs. Yep, had you had the red blue and green combined. herbs. Uh, oh. you had the first aid spray. <laughs> the fade spray. Which I don't understand what the concept behind that is. Is that just supposed to be like Who liquid knows? band-aids? I guess. That's what I thought. Antibacterial of. spray? Maybe. I guess I, don't I, know I never how understood. Heal like gunshot wounds or anything <laughs> right. like that. Right. But it does. Um did this have ribbons?
1: For the, no. for the for the saving,
0: yeah, it did. Okay, I think four was the one that finally did away with that. Yeah, four didn't have it. I remember that. Yeah, um, and they didn't have it in five. Yeah, so I think after after three was the last game to use ribbon, but there was they you could like stockpile it because there was always a ribbon by the thing, by the typewriter. Yeah, um, so this game also just like all the Resid- other Resident Evil games up to this point used use pre rendered graphics. Mm-hmm so that your your backgrounds were cool and detailed um they also said that Jill's uh, poly, uh polygonal character or whatever was light years ahead of a lot of other things okay like a lot of the other characters they said were not as as well detailed as Jill was and even like when i went back and played not too long ago it's 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 it holds up pretty mm-hmm. well um so i think that covers just about everything we talked about the mercenary mode uh, Jill like it, I don't know if I mentioned this wasn't supposed to be the star of the game when they were originally making it because again it was supposed to be a side story mm-hmm. the side story focused on a character named Hunk do you remember Hunk the same, The name sounds familiar but I don't remember Hunk was uh, uh, UBCS like the umbrella mm-hmm. you know same as, as those other guys Ubix Yep. Um, who just wore like a gas mask. He almost looked like a kill zone character. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. And he showed up in uh, Resident Evil 2. He, mm-hmm. was, he was a bonus character who had a side game just like Tofu. Yep. Do you remember Tofu mm-hmm. with the knife? Yep. <laughs> yep. So he was uh, like on a cruise liner, a uh, luxury cruise liner, and like trying to get information about the G Riders. That's originally what that game was supposed to be, but of course got scrapped. Yeah. Um. Nemesis was European. didn't He came from the European branch of. Uh, umbrella. Uh, umbrella. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Fancy. No yep. wonder he uses a leather, tight leather outfit and rocket launcher. Yeah. No. No explanation to why he didn't have lips, or he was a burn victim. It looked like. Pro- probably he was real. He was like stapled together. He had that scar across him. Mm-hmm. Um, the American tyrants all seemed to have normal faces. Even the the one and two just like looked like a, a dude whose skin was like ash gray, and walked around in a nice you know trench coat. But this one was all torn uh, torn to hell and back. Yeah, he was in bad shape. But his uh, the whole point of like his his creation was they wanted to prove that um, the weapons, like the the things that are involved or uh, infected with the T virus, can still maintain brain functionality and take carry out specific tasks. That's why he would say stars and grunts and groans, right? And go specifically after those guys. He never really made he if if you got in his way, he'd probably take you out. But there was never a time where he was like chasing down other carlos. people yeah, or, yeah when you play as carlos i don't think nemesis chases after you really because he's he's more after the stars right uh let's see that's about all i have for this game got the story yeah have that kind of cover i mean there's we can go on and on about the legacy of of the entire resident evil franchise yeah. um but what, it, what it, does this game hold any specific stakes for you no, Nothing. no, now it's not not like two and four and five do. Yeah, one and three are kind of my besides six being just garbage. Uh, one and three are my least really? held onto favorites. One I, I liked because of the nostalgia and the introduction to the series, yeah. but I didn't get invested into it until two. So in the, of the seven main uh, Resident Evil games, uh, one, two, three, Code Veronica. Uh, four, five, and six, where would you rank them? Where would I rank those? Where would you rank, yeah, what would your, your order uh, be? My number one would probably be two. Okay. My number two would probably be Resident Evil 4. Okay. Then it would go five, then one, then three, Mm-hmm. Code Veronica, I, I only played a little bit of, so I don't yeah. remember what it is. Ours are like exact opposites, almost. I don't remember what Code Veronica is, so that's Code at the Veronica's bottom. Code Veronica's where you played through as Claire, um, and you were eventually made your way to Antarctica. It was like finding out about the biological weapons that they were making. Uh, there were zombies in it, but there were also a couple more. You, had, Steve Burnside, was your your little gumpy sidekick that kind of looked like Leonardo DiCaprio and was really whiny. I don't think I played Code Veronica. Oh, okay, you missed out. The, Code Veronica is really good. And then, yeah, so it would go Code Veronica, then it would go six. six. Uh, I always struggle between what my favorite is between the original and uh, I would say the remake of the original, right? The, the GameCube remake um, and Code Veronica, Code Veronica, and the first one. The stories are so good. The the characters that you run into, and it's just, it's, it's just real solid gameplay um three would probably be third or fourth two is up there even though two is probably the little one that i'm least familiar with aside from six which nobody's gonna count mm-hmm. um and then probably four or five and so on so i very much i prefer the originals over the the action style yeah remakes i mean like i said before they're still great i love four yeah four is still, still really great good five less so but still decent well and and what missed in four besides the action was and what i what i loved about two and in three a little bit was the puzzles yeah i love the idea of puzzles for this game three was also the first game that introduced um interactive backgrounds where you could blow like if there was like a a barrel to the side you could blow that up yeah that wasn't in if to my to my memory was not in one or two i don't remember it being in those I certainly don't remember it in 1, but I know I, I can't say for 2 cuz again, in two, 1 I don't even think there'd be an opportunity for that. Yeah, 2 I've only played through maybe twice with both characters. 2 I barely I don't I don't remember anything like that in there. Yeah. And it makes me sad that I mean cuz 3 I've have always owned a copy. I never owned a copy of 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Um I always the the time that I actually played through I borrowed it from my friend who introduced me to the series and I never picked up the GameCube re uh, the re, GameCube port. Um, and they have never for whatever reason remade two or three they've kept they keep hinting at it they keep saying like oh yeah we're working on it and it's been years mm-hmm. i mean the the re the remake of resident evil 1 came out in 2001 and we still haven't seen a remake of any of the others
1: that's sad they should yeah.
0: they should really remake those especially with resident evil 4 just getting re-released for the playstation 4 and a new evil resident 5. evil game coming out yeah yeah. Every on PlayStation Four, you can now play every Resident Evil game except for two and three. Wow! And I think maybe Code Veronica. I don't think Code Veronica's gotten a remake yet. Okay, but re- I mean Code Veronica still looks good. Like it mm-hmm. was released originally on on the Dreamcast of PlayStation Two, so right. it's, it's it's got those you know kind of smooth smooth rendered graphics as opposed to the gross polygons that Resident Evil one, two, and three had. Not that they were terrible, but definitely didn't look as good. Right. Uh, even Zero got re-released on PlayStation. I know 4. I never played Zero. Zero was decent, and that's the one I forgot to to kind of throw out there. I'd probably throw that below five. I mean, it's still still lower on the mm-hmm. list, but better than six, of course. Uh, Resident Evil Three holds a special spot in my part because I was uh, playing the mercenary mode. There was a, a glitch—well, not necessarily a glitch, but a uh, a spot where you could easily rake up the points with uh, the the dodging mechanic that I mentioned before. There were dogs that would like kind of run back and forth And they'd try to bite at you But you could stand on this platform and constantly dodge them And you'd never get hit So you just con- you just had to make sure you made it to that spot alive With enough ammo to bolt to the end before the uh, the time ran out mm-hmm. um, And I I was doing that Specifically I remember when I got my first car Like my parents bought me my first car As a means to incentivize me To go out and get my license Oh yeah Because yeah. I was one of those kids that had my video games And that's all I really needed And right. if I needed a ride somewhere you know, I so had a ride exactly so they got me this car and they're like hey come upstairs we got something to show you and that's when i got my first 94 plymouth acclaim oh dark green wow so then i was like oh i got this car now it's fun to sit in here and like i can listen my music out here this is great if only i could drive it and then that kind of whipped me into well let's take the second course of driver's ed and get my driver's license so i always remember that when i play that game (laughs) fair that's fair fair indeed. But that uh, that more or less wraps up Resident Evil three. Do you have any other thoughts or? No, I think we talked a lot about it. Um, Resident, Evil, Resident Evil franchise is great. Yep. If you want to play them, you should. Absolutely. Um, you should start with two or three. I would say two. Two is kind of have has a little bit more of the classic feel. Mm-hmm. Know that with the earlier Resident Evil games, and even with four to some extent you have the pseudo tank controls where it's mm-hmm. going to take you a minute to get used to it it's going to feel sluggish it's going it to feel, feel really but slow but it's part of the game experience yes and that's uh why I, and i feel like we're really missing out in the later resident evil games without having zombies the slow stumbling zombies yeah because there were times where even though they were they were moving slower like you there was legitimate terror when you because realized your guy you were guy out moved of ammo them. exactly you could run outpace them a little bit um, but then there also came into the artful dodging of of here's a bunch of zombies in this room if i can make it through without being being grabbed i'll be okay and i can make it to the save room and i can right. go to bed for the night or whatever you need to do and if you're out of ammo knowing what to do have all you had was the knife left in your inventory like the scarcity of the ammo is what really made those games really frightening and i feel like you kind of missed out on some of that in resident evil 4 and going forward yeah so, yeah, start with, if you can put up with the controls, start with two or three, um, or the Resident Evil remake. The original Resident Evil remake, I would say, would be a good jumping on point. Yeah, that would be, too. Um, but you definitely need to experience the terrible, terrible voice acting. Oh, it's garbage. It's horrendous, but it's so good at the same time. That live action opening that the original Resident <laughs> Evil had. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. it There's a lot of cool nostalgia in those games. Yeah if you ever played did you play Dead Rising yes so there was a sandwich shop in the main part of the mall Mm -hmm. that was Jill's Sandwiches oh okay so just a a cute little nod to that game that's funny yep so that does it for Resident Evil we're gonna move from one scary Resident Evil 3 Resident Evil 3 Nemesis or as it's known in Japan Biohazard 3 Last Escape there you go because that's she constantly refers to it as her last escape when she's writing her little diary Mm -hmm. journal entries so we're leaving one decrepit, destroyed city and going to another, in our retro Future relapse. Future city. Future city. Well, sort of. Kind of retro relapse. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the? What's the? What, what's the, what was the of The, parameter the Rapa thing. You gotta do what? I gotta believe. You gotta believe. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Jones in for a classic game It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast
1: Retro Relapse
0: Alright, so we're talking about We're going from Raccoon City To Detroit Detroit City Detroit RoboCop (laughs) That was not planned That was not planned I'm glad that we both had that in mind (laughs) Uh, We played RoboCop for the NES Yes, we did. Let me tell you about tell this game. Tell me gem. about this game. Robocop, would for I the buy NES. it for a dollar? <laughs> I don't know. Would you buy I'd it for a dollar? I'd buy that for a dollar. Anyways, it was made by Data East. Um, that was a developer for it. Yep. And it came out in 1988 in the arcade. And then 1989, 16 bit version um, came out. But the, the original release was 1988 for this game, which is based on the popular movie. RoboCop, Back to the Future, Back to the Future. That's right. Anyway, so you're starring as the titular RoboCop, mm-hmm. also known as, as as Alex Murphy. Alex Murphy. It's been a very, very long time since I've watched the original RoboCop. Right. It's a good. It's a great movie. It is. It is a great. You have to watch the unrated version if any. And yeah, any. just for that opening, like <sighs> him getting killed scene. Spoilers, he dies in the very beginning. Man, Except that scene quite. is amazing. I know. <laughs> I f- oh, my God. I still remember watching that for the first time and just being like, they can put this in movies and people will watch it? <laughs> what? Holy when, cow. When will they stop? My <laughs> Lord. Anyways, so you're playing Robocop, you're going through the city, killing bad guys, and this game is bad. Decent. It's bad. I know. Have- it's 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 limiting. Okay, yes, we'll say that it's there. very limited. If you, it, it's fitting that we're talking about this after Resident Evil, which, like you said, made you feel like you were playing in handcuffs, right? Uh, because you can't jump, you don't get to use your gun all the time. It gives you very specific times when you can use your guns. Yep. Um, and then the stairway cases are Castlevania style staircases, but somehow with worse mechanics than Castlevania. With much staircases. worse, the the box of of the the area which you can go up or down the stairs is very small. I felt like up was very a little small. bit smoother than down. Up was a lot smoother. Brandon, right, than I than didn't down. try going down. Down, I just did you struggle with? Down it. Down was. Terrible. So, um, the, the game really does capture the spirit of Robocop. You're fighting bad guys, you're yep. Robocop. There's dogs. Um, and it involves, you know, killing a bunch of guys and bosses, and you get the kill at 209. Yeah. Later on, we didn't get that far. No, we didn't. But uh, it, the game. It, is basically it's a side. It's almost like a rail shooter because you don't get to do too much with RoboCop. Yeah. You can't jump. You can kind of go backwards, but yeah. you can't go around obstacles. You really are limited into your range of movement. And you have a gun, and you have your fist. And then there was other icons like an energy tank, yeah. uh, a steering wheel. I'm not entirely. Maybe you drive later. Maybe you do. I, I feel don't like I remember know. driving, but that might have been a later RoboCop game. It, I I have honestly. No idea, but the the game was interesting. Um, it was kind of cool with the guns. You you know, it did feel like the Robocop gun. It, it was weird mechanics where you didn't have really full range of motion for it. Yeah, you shot in the direction that you were pointing, mm-hmm. and then um, you had like health and no, that, and Not energy. pointing like you were moving to the left or right, but you had to press A at the same time as the directional button. As the directional button, mm-hmm. and you could shoot an angle, so you could shoot like what one, two, three, four seven all the directions but straight down uh, I think you could shoot straight down oh i I didn't see that because I, I remember trying to crouch and shoot because the dogs are were low down and it shot diagonally in front of me down well oh, maybe nothing um but yeah the game was interesting it, it the sound was cool yeah the music the was music was surprisingly great. decent I don't remember we were we were humming it all the way to the studio yeah. but now I can't remember what it was Ba, 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 it, was, da, 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 it was it was the song from the movie. Da, 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 it was just an 8-bit version of it. See that's um, that's how long it's been since I've seen the movie. I don't even remember that that was the theme song. Oh you didn't I thought you knew that. No. Oh no, yeah, that's the, that's the music from oh, the wow. movie. Um now needless to say apparently there's a few things that we missed that we didn't get to. There is a I'm not surprised. After you beat the game there is a shooting range bonus stage that's a first person view. Um okay. and then there's also an intermission with where they digitize the voices of the actors. Wow, and it's in the and it's in the intermission. Okay. Uh Now there was a space, a cutscene between one of the levels that we were on, and it literally looked like it was, he was RoboCop's it, head, and his mouth was literally li- flapping. Yeah, like he was like they were trying like to his, animate his talking, but his tongue just just like looked numb. Yeah, it was like <laughs> if you try to stick your tongue out and then talk. If you want that to know what it, it looked like, go on to YouTube and type in cat brain freezes. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly that's what it exactly looked like. That's exactly what it was. I was like, ah, it's moving, and then I was like, ah. It like, no, it's hilarious. Which is, it's terrible. It like, is that's, terrible. That, that, that's a thing, but it's also hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> but the, the the game was interesting. It was okay. I mean, on a scale of, of the 8-bit scale, I'd probably give it like a three. Yeah? I'd probably give it a four. I had fun with it i just um, didn't understand like you at one point you're going through city hall i think and you're just going in a bunch of rooms and then yeah. there's like this trap where a wall comes in yep. of spikes you have, to, you have to shoot the wall we found out but you can't be standing, <laughs> standing next to the wall and shooting it you have to know like, you have to be a little bit uh, away because the, voice voice of the, of the bullets. a little bit yeah and you get crushed to death and you died and yeah. i'm like i don't remember Robo that Robo in not get discouraged oh no 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 what does he <laughs> say at the end he says Rob- RoboCop doesn't yeah. get discouraged he's always up for a challenge or it's something like, What's, yeah it's like for the next challenge yeah something like something along those lines it was weird but it made us laugh regardless so. it was it was funny so yeah I think I, I would say may, maybe a three and a half and maybe I'm being overly gen- generous by saying a four because it reminded me so much of Kung Fu right but even in Kung Fu you could jump so there you go <laughs> And, and then did, you're like, it, and then you're like, well, we should have played kung fu. Yeah, we should have. That that should be next time. Yeah, next time we'll play kung fu. Yeah, well, not next well, next time. No, next time, next time, maybe for the for for the season finale. Maybe that'd be fun. Yeah, um, so good kung so, fu. So so yeah, RoboCop. We played RoboCop for Retro Relapse this week. You let us know if you've played RoboCop. Go on to the Facebook page Motor City Gaming mm-hmm. on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Let us know. What what you thought about if you've played the RoboCop for the NES game. Also go on there and let us know about some questions that you have for our shows. Yep. The full schedule is on the forums section on motorcitygaming.com. The, the dates were a little bit mixed up, but we fixed it. It's all good. Go in there, let us know your thoughts on these games. Uh, next episode we're going to be talking about Mario Kart 64 so it's going to be a great episode yep. to listen to um, but I think we have a few questions for this week yeah we got some emails so Xander um, so if you have uh, so um, we talked about the website also don't forget um, legend of retro or info at legend of yes you can also email can send, us and send your emails in so, um, th- you want me to go through the first question here? Uh, let's, or would uh, you like to? I'll I'll take th- I'll take the first one. This okay. Time, and so then you can jump to the next. That sounds good so to me. So, we'll, uh, we'll jump into our emails. Mm-hmm. Mail call. Get around, everyone. You've got mail. It's not spam. Bob, <laughs> get off the phone. <laughs> the Legend of Retro Podcast. All right. So, first email when it loads... Because you know I thought I had this ready and apparently I don't oh so, I see how it is yeah I blew it go ahead take you're the sure? first one yeah all right I got other ones okay hello Xander and chops I wanted to read this one only because he references like something to you and I thought okay fine here cool you can like just take it my too. phone and okay read it. perfect thanks friend you're welcome hello Xander and chops First, let me say I'm sorry for letting you down. I'm keeping I'm keeping it uh, low so PC. that no one knows who, who it is. Oh, okay. And then we'll reveal it. Okay. A grand reveal. Uh, I know you've been on the edge of your seats waiting to get a question from the Notorious BMC. There, there it is. is. There it is. And I have failed you. Actually, I just wanted to see if you were worthy of my amazing input. Oh. It's good to know that, you know, seven episodes in, we're finally worthy. We're of finally segment. worthy. Yep. Uh, I know Chops loves my longs questions and has missed reading them. Is that true? Sure. You okay. know we'll just let him have that one. There's a laughing face emoji, so it might might maybe he didn't mean it. Okay. Uh, so two Resident Evil related questions for you. One, I loved Resident Evil one, four, and five, but failed to play any others. What ones would you guys recommend? One, four, and five. Yeah. Wow, it's yeah. a big skip. Yeah. So definitely play two and three. You need to play two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you should stop playing any game you're playing right now and play two. Yeah. You talk about, uh, you know, another game that just recently got re-released and just has captured your attention. You need to play the other game that was re no it was never re-released. It was not re-released. They re- re-released it for the GameCube, but good luck finding it. Yeah, that's not gonna. Be uh, fun. Resident Evil Two. Do it. Just put down Bioshock Collection for like ten minutes. Yeah. Get over it. I mean, I'm do I'm in the same boat as you, man. No pun intended, because Bioshock's in the water. But uh, I've been playing a lot oh, of Bioshock as well, but take some time play a classic it's good times uh so yeah two and three stay away from six code veronica's good i mean all of the if 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 it's not like ninja or not ninja gaiden resident evil gaiden um or like survivor or you know if it's got one of the the main characters in it give it a shot yeah zero okay if you want to don't but play it's, umbrella it's core tricky. um no don't play umbrella core um I, as much as it breaks my heart to say, don't play Outbreak, only because the online capability has been taken away and you won't be able to enjoy it quite the way you are meant to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely start with 2. Since you've played 1, 4, and 5, play 2, play 3, play Code Veronica. Yep. Uh, 2. Resident Evil is very much known for their clunky control scheme, which caused for more stressful zombie encounters. I liked it, but I also knew what to expect. Can you think of another game or franchise that is well-known for how it handles good or bad you have my love long time bmc mm-hmm. thank you caleb thanks dude um uh, bad handling games going back and trying to play it uh the yes. golden eye um yeah that one um i was gonna say and this is kind of like like resident evil tomb raider Yeah. The original Tomb Raider had those tank controls, Mm -hmm. and I hated that game because of the control scheme. Yeah. I never finished that game. Yep. I I love the series, but I never finished that game because the controls were so weird. uh, I'm going to sound like Jazzy here, but I never played through Phantom Hourglass or the uh, Spirit Tracks of Legend of Zelda because that stylus gameplay. Oh, the stylus gameplay. Yeah. The only time the stylus gameplay worked for me was with Resident Evil Dawn of Sorrow. Castlevania. Oh, Dinosaur? sorry, Castlevania: Dinosaur. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that was that wasn't. But it wasn't. It wasn't hinged upon. Like, yeah. Well, like, no, Legend of Zelda. You had to move. Oh, with yeah. The stylus. Like, Dawn of Sorrows You drew a symbol to lock the the, the villains away, yep. which is awesome. Yeah. Like good functionality with that is. I mean, um, WarioWare Touch.ed was another game that would do was solely uh touchscreen, but that game was one of my favorite DS games ever. Yeah. So, um. Good control scheme wise, I mean, I think we take it for granted, so it's hard to kind of place a game that has exceptionally good handling despite it being a terrible game. In especially in a retro, yeah, aspect, a lot of old NES games are hard to go Contra. back and play. Castlevania, the original Castlevania is tough.
1: Just oh, oh I thought you were talking
0: about good, good feeling. game. Well, yeah, I'm just in general. Oh, thinking but yeah, hard like, games. Yeah, uh, Castlevania is definitely you, difficult. You jump and then you drop like a cinder block. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, that's that's all I, I can think of. I mean, it, there are tons of retro games, old NES games that just handle way worse than you would think. Oh yeah, but you don't really re- you don't remember it until you go to play them. Yeah, because you don't think about that, right? So so, thanks well, for the question. Thank you, Caleb. Caleb. Thanks for having being someone that I can geek out about about Bioshock because I'm playing again. But nerds, yeah, whatever. Do you have another have you question? Bioshock. I have. I didn't really like it. No, I tried playing the first one, and I just wasn't getting into it. Okay, I don't know why. I think you just kind of have to immerse yourself in the story a little bit. the The twist that happens in the towards the end of the game is, I I still remember being blown away by it when it first happened. Well, I played I played part of the last one, Infinite, and and, and I saw the ending for it. Okay, so I I've know not, I've not finished Infinite, so so I know what that storyline. I know what it all wraps up to. Yeah, I don't know anything um, about that, but I didn't play the first or second. Gotcha. Yeah, the first one. The first one was really good. I'm really enjoying playing through it, and I'm about to jump through and play a second time just so I can get the achievements. I mean, I played the first one, but I didn't play through it. Gotcha. But Yeah, it's I know I know it's a good game series that people love, but I just didn't get into it right away. Fair enough. Hope um, well, you ever find yourself with some time. It's a lot shorter than I remember yeah it is and that's even with me stumbling through it so if you get like a spare 8 hours or so you can probably make it through that pretty quick mm-hmm. and, enjoy, and enjoy yourself with a decent story and a, an amazing atmosphere but Right. anyway enough plugging for a, a non-retro game go on to the next question alright next question is from Tony and Tony says hey nerds growing up with a PS1 I played all three of the Resident Evil games props to you sir still own these bad boys but have never finished Nemesis as Caleb mentioned, the clunky controls adds the streetful, stressfulness of the zombie encounters, which is awesome. So my question is, of the original three, which jump scare made you pause the game and step away because you had to change your shit-covered pants? Excuse my language. Um, for him... It was the part in Resident Evil Two where the liquor jumps through this two-way mirror in the oh, yeah. interrogation room at the police station. He even posted a link for us to watch it. Yeah, that's on our on the Facebook it's page of University Gaming. If you wanna if you wanna check that out. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of really good jump scares. Um, as, did he did he say specifically Resident Evil or just video games? Because I I kind of he said my, of the original three of the original three. Okay, because that 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 discounts my or not discounts but discredits my Silent Hill story. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was a liquor based one and it was a dog based one. Yeah, so in two, there was a scene where the, when you first encounter the liquor mm-hmm. the very first <laughs> one, and it like is it's on like the crawling ceiling. On the ceiling, and, uh, and like scares extends that tongue. Scared the crap out of me. Yeah. And then the other time was when you're running, and then uh, it was in a hallway, and these dogs just jump in yep, through the windows. That's Resident Evil One. And I'm just like, oh my god, that scared me so much. Yeah. There's a point later on in Resident Evil Two where the zombies like start busting through, and their arms are like going through, yeah, through the wall. walls. And they reach out to yeah, you. That that freaked me out, and I <laughs> I know to expect it now, so it doesn't get me quite as it used to um is the first time you go in that hallway you were talking about the glass shatters and you see a little bit of glass fly but nothing happens right and so the second time you walk through you're expecting it to be the same and then dogs jump through and like, oh crap yep Or the very first time you find hunters the like crazy reptile frog type things that could cut your head off i don't remember those ones yeah they were they were in the first game and they were replaced by liquors in the second one and they disbanded or so i i mistakenly said one day and it's never they, they disbanded yeah the liquors were disbanded oh okay <laughs> i meant to say we're discontinued or they just no longer were around but i said disbanded and uh my friend sean's never let me live it down so <laughs> so liquors always disband oh that's funny that's <laughs> yep. funny yeah so those would be our my, at least our favorite uh or scariest moments yep. and and these all happened while playing the game in the dark at night yes cuz you have it's to require you have to play Resident Evil games yeah. um so in the Bart dark Master Caleb if you're going back to play these games you better play them in the dark mm-hmm. with the volume turned up yeah on a tube tv there you go there you go I do have a couple other questions all right let's do surprise. it surprise uh Craig of course oh thank you in. Craig Craig asks uh, have you ever almost been a Jill sandwich um, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I have not. I don't think I have. Never. No, I've almost been a Matt sandwich. I mean, yeah, that's what I've probably been, yeah, but never a Jill sandwich. No. Um. Uh, he also says, "Who is your favorite Resident Evil character and why?" Um, probably Leon. Yeah, because he shows up in two and four. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, two and four. Two and four. Um, and six. So two and four. <laughs> um. And well, uh, Leon's my favorite good guy. I love Wesker. Yeah, you can't Wesker is like one of my all-time favorites. It's impossible favorite to not like Wesker he's just even a, though He's just a BA. Yeah. He's just too cool. Yeah. But evil. Just straight up evil. The first and was, time you're introduced to him and he's slicking his hair back Oh yeah, live action horrible looking. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably what I'd have to go with. Yeah. What about uh, you? Barry Burton? barry is yeah he's always been he's he's like the lovable dad of the group and he's got his uh his magnum which kills everything mm-hmm. and he's just he, i just love how sort of dumb he is but like also really caring even though occasionally he kind of gets pitted against you because his family mm-hmm. but uh, i have just always liked barry he's just been like a goofy like like i said before he's like don't worry about me i've got this I Just i just love barry's always been great Um, He also asks, uh, what is your stance on jump scares versus slowly rising tension and horror? I hate being startled. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it when people come up behind me and scare me. Mm -hmm. I just hate it. So I prefer, like, tension and, like, uneasiness in yeah. movies and video games over the jump scaring because I just hate jump scaring. Yeah, I love the feeling of like what Dread. is happening? What is this thing that's coming at me or what am I getting into? Or... Oh yeah, that the moment of like, I don't know what to do. Or like, remember in Resident Evil 4 the first time you I can't remember what they're called now, but the, the crazy things that you had to use the thermoscope and shoot the parasites inside them before they would die Oh yeah. The things that like, they didn't have arms but they had, well they eventually had arms. You could like blow off their limbs. Yeah. They just had, like... I don't think they had eyes. They just had, like, really creepy mouths that would open and, like, chomp at you. Those things were terrifying. Mm-hmm. And there's just this, you see one, like, get up and slowly walk towards you. Well, like, with the the snake in Resident Evil 1.
1: Oh, the giant snake? The giant
0: snake scared me. Yeah. It was creepy. Mm-hmm. It was just straight-up creepy. Um, the plant was kind of weird. Yeah, The plant made me real uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, in 2... Uh, I think the two have the alligator. Yes, I know. I know five had an alligator. Yeah, uh, two, two was, definitely two did. Two had the alligator, and that scared me a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just I I would say overall, these giant creatures that you don't know what to do, you don't know where they are, and they don't jump scare you, but you just the tension is there. Yeah, it's still, it still startles you. It's sort of like a jump scare, but you're not, it's not like just out of nowhere. Right. So, yeah, so there's that. That's what I would prefer. Um, So, thank you for the question. Yes, thanks, Craig. And then we have a question from Sarah. Oh, great. Uh, Hi, Sarah. It's just why? 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 I said, "Would well, you have any questions for Resident Evil?" And she said, "Just why?" Awesome, thanks, Sarah. Yep. She doesn't like scary things. No, I, I, I would assume not. So, that that uh, thats, does all, that's does all, all I've one. got. I that's all she any, wrote. I don't have any other questions. Well, if do do you, you have, have any questions? questions, no, I don't. But if 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 someone did have questions, Yep. again, we'll point you to the website MotorCityGaming.com. Thank you. Info at you got com. RoboCop lips for a second yep. there. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Info at LegendOfRetro.com. Facebook at Motor City Gaming. Twitter at Motor City Gaming. Right, mm-hmm. that's the same. I always forget. It's just yep. Twitch. No, it's Twitch and Twitter that don't, that are different. Is Gaming it in Detroit? Gaming in Detroit. Yes. Wow, I'm terrible at remembering. Yeah. Um, listen to the Gamezilla podcast. comes out every Tuesday. Every on Tuesday. Motor City Gaming. We get got it on TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, Overcast, and Google Play for you Android peeps out yep. there. You can get this show on all those places. As Wherever well. fine podcasts are downloaded. Yes, we come out every other Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, we hope you enjoy this episode. Next week's episode, or no, I'm sorry, next episode is Mario Super Mario Kart 64. No, no super. It's just, Mario Kart? It's just super Mario Kart 64. I thought it was Super Mario Kart 64. Nope. The only Super Mario Kart was Super Mario Kart. Oh, fine. Come on, dude. Fine. Come Jeez. on. All right. Well, thank you for Great listening. Job. Thank you for talking. And <laughs> and we'll see you all next time when the legend continues.